0: Hey guys, welcome to the Hot Bites Fishing Report. We got four great reports for you today. Escanaba up in the central upper peninsula of Michigan, Saginaw Bay, both bay and a really good river report. You're gonna wanna stay tuned for that. Then Jackson, Michigan. Hey, large mouth and small mouth action in Jackson right now is hot. You're gonna to wanna to check out that report. We've got some specific information. We're ending here in the Cadillac region, talking about the Big Manistee River and also talking about fall casting for walleyes and looking forward to ice fishing season. Stay tuned, this is a report jam-packed with information. Hey sportsmen! we're going to start out today with the port of Escanaba up in the central upper peninsula of Michigan. Now Chase and I were up there just this past weekend filmed an awesome show and the word from the guys up in Escanaba is the fall bite is officially on. This blast of really windy cold weather last week took the edge off of the bay temperatures. They're now down in the low 50s and dropping and that's perfect for fall walleyes bass, and perch up in the Escanaba Little Bay de Nac region. So, how do you access these fish? I know a lot of people have talked to me about that fall fishery and have known it to be a phenomenal fishery, but really didn't know how to fish it properly. So, I'm going to try to walk you through it. For walleye, there's really two primary and a third secondary ways to fish. Now, you can traditional troll with either flat lines, one, two, three, and four colors of lead. And what that's doing is just putting a spread out of brightly colored, larger, shallow diving crankbaits. You almost got to imagine fishing Escanaba the same way you'd fish fall at Lake Erie. You're going to test different zones from eight all the way down to 30 down and just put baits, stagger baits, right in that range. So let's say you go out with you and a couple of buddies. You got six rods. You're going to probably run... P-10s, custom-colored P-10s, custom-colored deep husky jerks, custom-colored bandits. Those are all going to be great choices. Now, obviously, the bandits you can flatline, and the P-10s and the huskies you're going to put on varying colors of lead to get you down. And really, you're just reacting to, you know, what zone is active and marking fish. Now, the whole east, east side of the bay is that shoreline from the tip up by Garth Point all the way out to the narrows is where people typically troll. And that's where the fish set up for the most part. And then they'll move around the bay based on boat pressure. But that's a great starting point. You can also troll over the reefs, the center reef up to the narrows at Gladstone. That's another real popular troll. Now, if you're gonna jig, I would suggest one of two ways. You're either gonna be casting and ripping shiver minnows which is what Ryan did this weekend and had good success. Or as you're drifting along, you can rip drag shiver minnows. Now, the Wonder Bread color is really good. The purple with the, what do we call it? Iridescent color with a a pink bottom, that was really productive. Those are two really good Great Lakes colors. And rip jigging actually caught the biggest fish. So what we did was we controlled drifted through an area where we had marks on the bottom close to the break on that east shore. Ryan would cast up onto the break and then pop that that shiver minnow all the way down the break catching active fish that were either on the top of the roll or on the slide. I was in that 32, 33 foot of water and I was drag ripping my bait and that actually caught, I only got beat by one fish Uh, Ryan caught one more than me, but I caught an eight pounder. So it's really half, six of one, half dozen of another. Now, also as the water cools, if you can get them, heavy jigs, you know, half to three eighths, three eighths to half ounce jigs with a lip hooked chub. A red-tailed chub is a great way to fish those deep fish that you have in trouble catching. Uh, those are around the reef structures, tips of points, tips of major points. Right at the bottom of the roll, you'll always see those traditional hooks right in there. Those are catchable with live bait. Now if you're perch fishing, hey, it's perch fishing. You're going to find them at the bottom of the roll this time of year. Out in oh 25 to 30 foot of water, perch pounders, perch spreaders, minnows. Bayshore Bait Store has got really good bait right there at the launch in, at uh, the launch at Kipling. Uh, Bayshore Resort also has some rooms. We've also got a really good partner right down the way and uh, they offer rooms as well. You can get all of this information just by logging in at FishermansDigest.com, going to the Escanaba Fishing Report. You can click the link banners to get accommodations and you can just read a very detailed report. But Escanaba is happening right now on Little Bay of Hey guys, I got a tip for you for the end of the season. If you're gonna be storing your boat soon, Go to your local dealer, pick yourself up a bottle of Quick Store. It's a precision care additive by Merck made specifically for mercury outboards. It's important to put this in your gas and fill your tank up completely when you're going to store your boat. This will stabilize your gas, prevent varnishing and gumming and corrosion buildup in the spring when you go to run that. Quick store. It's like peace of mind in a bottle. Hey, for our next report, we're gonna talk just a little bit about the Great Lakes Bay region and specifically Saginaw Bay and the Saginaw River. Now, right now is go time on the river. It has been very good when you can get out uh, with water clarity. And as you all know, listening to this report, we've had a bit of wind in the last week. And so sometimes that really churns the bay up and dumps a little too much dirt into the river. But there's fish that are still catchable. Just had a tournament last weekend, had a lot of anglers bring a lot of nice bags in. So the fish are definitely there and catchable. And this is what most of the guys in the tournament are talking that they're doing. They're fishing the slides on all sides of all bridges, like the embankments, they're fishing just on the deep side where it starts to flatten out. 30 feet seemed to be a number I heard a lot about in that tournament. Now, fat boy jigs in the fire tiger color seemed to be a really effective bait. Uh, Also, they were using, the guys I talked to were using a bright orange plastic, so they really bulked their jigs up And they were using loose stingers, not hooked in, but just free running stingers. And those stingers proved to be very, very helpful in landing a lot of fish as well. Now, when you're working that deep water, um, you wanna be careful that you're not really ripping your jig too hard. You know, these fish are gonna grab it if they can get a hold of it. And in low clarity conditions, you wanna make sure that you're just lifting and dropping that jig and pounding the bottom just once quick and then lifting it up, almost leaving the resting position, oh, a couple two, three inches off the bottom. And so it's almost like you're down jigging, where you're holding at a rest position and then you're pounding the bottom and coming back up. I don't do a lot of lift jigging when I'm on this river. I do more drop jigging, which is rest jig about three, four, five inches off the bottom and then drop my rod tip to pound bottom to get some attention and to move it and then lift it up and hold it. I get a lot of dead weight hits on that rest position and then you can of course just you know, set the hook and bring them on in. So that's my tip for you when you're jigging in low low clarity conditions, try drop jigging versus lift jigging and you'll find that you may catch a lot more fish because the bait isn't moving so much and the fish have a better chance of locating it and then hitting it. Now, if you're talking about bay fishing, probably right now it's a little bit scattered if you want the truth. We all know what wind does out on the bay, it churns everything up, it really moves the fish and disperses them. So until we get a few days of some stable, low wind conditions, the bay is just going to be a little bit tough to report. I'd love to tell you the fish are here or there, but what I can tell you is they're certainly there and they're certainly accessible to catch, but we just got to get some conditions that we can deal with. So if you're looking forward and you find some of those conditions, same thing. P10s, P20s, Bandits, custom colored. Our friends over at Frank's Great Outdoors have got a massive selection. They've also got a great staff there that actually knows what they're talking about. They're not like a big box store where you walk in and get a great price and no information. The guys at Frank's actually know what they're talking about. They're avid fishermen. They've got a pulse on the Great Lakes Bay region's fishery, so they can help you better than me with the right color of those custom crankbaits. But you're gonna be fishing traditionally between 12 and 20 feet of water during this fall period early. And then the fish will start moving out a little bit deeper where you can do the shipping channel trolls and things like that. But if I was looking at the Bay region right now, it would be the river jigging. Hey, you know, we talk about spot lock a lot on this show, and uh, spot locking is basically doing away with the old conventional anchor and rope system. One of the keys to spot locking is having enough power and the right power to be able to use that all day long, whether you're trolling downwind or whether you're holding in a big wind. I trust Odyssey batteries. You know, I've used a lot of batteries in my career. Odyssey gives me three things that I like more than anything else, max power, I control longer or hold longer with my Odysseys than any other battery I've used. The second thing is 100% recovery when I recharge that battery. In other words, there's no loss, there's no memory loss. It goes right back to max full. And the third thing is, Odyssey's exclusive 10-year warranty, and can be charged up to 1,000 times and get to that 100% recharge. Odyssey batteries, they're worth the price for me and my boat. Hey, our next stop is Jackson County in the area lakes in and around Jackson County. Now this is really a unique fishery that a lot of people don't know a lot about, but I'm here to tell you, this is gonna be part of our ongoing monthly reports and Jackson County has got some crazy good bass fishing in Wamplers, vineyard, center, and many of the other primary lakes there in the greater Jackson County area. So let's talk just a little bit about October bass fishing there in the Jackson area. Now we have got solid reports and the pictures you see flashing across the screen are from people who've been catching bass here in the last week to 10 days We they just had a tournament on Wamplers last weekend and a ton of really nice fish were caught. But These are from vineyard and wamplers, those fish you're seeing. And what is happening right now is the bass are starting to feed up heavy knowing that winter's coming. Now the presentations are gonna be break edges, oh, and the shallow water where you get hard bottom. So major points that's got some hard bottom on it. Uh, And it's a mix of smallmouth and largemouth. Uh, Slow dragon tubes is a great way to catch fish right on that hard bottom. If you're casting dying weeds or breaks that had weeds on them, don't be afraid to chuck a a weedless Cinco in there or a a creature bait of some sort. The key right now I've been told by these guys is that you're going to want to work whatever you're doing slow. These fish are starting to react to the cold temperatures and although they're aggressively feeding, They're not aggressively running and chasing. So you're gonna wanna treat this like a normal fall smallie and largemouth presentation no matter where you go, and that is to just be patient. Tone it down. Pick your critical spots and fish them slow. Also, don't be afraid to mark the deeper sides of points and major structures with your graph first. These fish aren't likely to spook. A lot. That's one of the things that I really, really emphasize to people when they're fishing, fall fishing, in deeper water, let's say 18 and out. Uh, You can drive your boat, you know, not 28 times, but you can drive your boat slowly over top of those fish and they're not likely to spook. You get one chance to see them. Punch an icon in. You can also use your Garmin and side view these fish, you know, find them on the side view, Touch that location where you see the fish, then you've got a waypoint set, then you can turn your boat, position it to the waypoint. But again, you're casting to those fish, short distance, and really being patient, really working the rod slow. Now, what's working good as far as colors? Well, always one of the best creature bait colors is going to be just a green pumpkin with some sort of an attractive fleck. I personally like a gold fleck in my green pumpkin. You could also do purple, you can also do red. Those three colors of fleck, for me, seem to work really good when you use a base tube of green pumpkin. Same with your Senkos. I like to throw a green pumpkin with one of those colors of fleck. The other color I really like is a crawdad, like if you're pushing a creature bait. A creature bait right now in crawdad with a reddish colored crawdad, red and brown versus green and orange. That red and brown seems to be a little bit better of a, a natural fall hue for these fish. So slow dragon creature baits, plastics, sinkos, tubes, you name it. You can also catch these fish drop shotting off the tips of major points. But the right now the bite is on Wampler's vineyard and a little bit on centered over in the Jackson County area. Hey, get out there and do some bass fishing south because the temperatures can be just a little nicer. If you're looking for a great affordable outbuilding for whatever your needs is, check out my friends at Midwest Steel Carports up in Grant, Michigan. They have awesome outbuildings at affordable prices with quality craftsmanship. That's Midwest Steel Carports up in Grant. Check them out online. Our last report of the day is from the Cadillac region and we're here set up right now in one of my favorite little bait stores of all time. Steve and Chris Canazil have been running Pilgrim's Village here for like a gajillion years, as long as I've been alive, I think. I've been coming to Pilgrim's Village, buying my minnows. If you hear that little hum in the background, it's because they got the minnow tank running. They're stocked up with fresh minnows and bait. Anything anybody needs for their, for their fall fishing, you can come here if you're in this greater Cadillac region and pick up some minnows. Now, what's biting here in Cadillac? Well, we still believe it or not, Chris just told me they just had a fresh run of kings. That's right, kings in the Big Manistee. With that big surge of rain we had, there must have still been a a group of kings that was out in the lake, still waiting to come in. Well, guess what? They came in, and they've got some color, so you can still get some kings, fall kings in the Big Manistee. The Pier Marquette and the other rivers seem to have kind of ended, and so I wouldn't really target those rivers. The Big Manistee is the one that, that people are talking about that are starting to not only still have a few catchable fresh kings in it, but also starting to show up right now, early season, early run steelhead. Now those steelhead aren't here in the mass numbers that they will be in maybe a week or two, but right now guys are going out and catching three, four, five fish, really bright, Chromy ones, 8, 10, 12-pounders aren't uncommon. You have to work a little bit for them, but forward-looking, the steelhead in all these rivers is going to be lights out here within a week to 10 days from now because this cold weather and this wind is dropping water temperatures fast. So one of my suggestions is if you've never river fished, Contact a local guide. You know, there's lots of local guides on the Pier Marquette, the Manistee, and all these other rivers that are really awesome for that type of steelhead bite. But they will educate you immensely by going out with them one or two or three times before you try to do this foray for yourself. Hey, and if you're an experienced steelheader already, go get them because it's go time for steelhead from now until March. Now, Right here in downtown West Cadillac, we call this West Cadillac, because this was here like a million years ago before they built the downtown area, and where Pilgrim's Village is sitting right on the shores of Lake Mitchell, there is a channel that runs through, and you all probably know right where the campers sit. That, right now, tell ice is gonna be a very, very good option for a guy who likes to shore fish. Now, they're catching walleye shore fishing at both ends, entrance and exit to the channel, and sometimes even walking up and down the channel itself and casting. Presentation is super simple. The primary one is gonna be silver and black Rapalas golden black Rapalas, you're just going to be chucking big Rapalas, number 13s up to number 18s and you're going to be rip twitching these things back in night bite for sure it's a low light come and set up at dusk you know maybe a half hour before dusk and start casting and all the way until you're either cold or you know midnight one o'clock in the morning you just never know when the big groups of fish are going to come through but it is certainly a dusk to midnight bite going on right now and it's just getting started this will go for another month or so you can also rip um, jigs and plastics that has been working too If, if that's your thing you can do that Now, we're also talking, lastly, about looking forward. So if you're looking forward, like I say, we're standing here at Pilgrim's Village, Pilgrim's Village stocks up with a massive amount of really good ice fishing equipment. They're gonna have shanties, they're gonna have augers, all the latest and greatest ice fishing rods, reels and baits right here at pilgrims village in downtown in in downtown west cadillac so make a little pilgrimage if you're 20 30 miles away it's worth your drive come on in check out what they have they're switching the store over right now this week so give them a few days but i'd say by this weekend you're going to see a whole bunch of ice fishing stuff in this store and going forward so check them out here at pilgrims village in cadillac and check us out every week here at Fisherman's Digest Hot Bites Fishing Report. Thanks for sticking with us for this week's report. We hope you learned a little something. We hope you test out one of these destinations. We also hope when you do come to the Cadillac region, you visit Steve and Chris and the folks here at Pilgrim's Village. They're great partners with the show. They got not only an awesome little bait store that's got so much stuff that you can't hardly believe it, but they also got a resort right here on the shores of Mitchell Lake in Cadillac, so if you're looking for accommodations, they can take care of that for you too. Hey, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week on the Hot Bites Fishing Report.